3: G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au.
1: T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. We are the storm from Melbourne
0: town. We'll blow the others off the ground. We are the storm and we're number
3: one. On SEN, this is the Melbourne Storm Hour. Melbourne Storm, our city, your club. Welcome back to another edition of the Melbourne Storm Hour. Shandor Earl, Cooper Johns, the boys are all present and correct and accounted for and looking forward just to ripping in to another big, big episode. Good evening, lads. Ripping and a tearing. <laughs> Good evening, Sam. <laughs> Why so sombre, Cooper? Uh, no, I'm just, uh, I'm just a little bit
2: sick at the moment. I've got a little cough.
3: Why would you come in then? I just, I just love it so
2: much.
0: Love seeing you. Dedication,
1: yeah.
3: We all get crook now, and you know,
0: I'm just trying to. Yeah, got to get paid somehow, (laughs) man. Speaking of getting crook and having an off voice, and it potentially ruling you out. One thing I'd like to touch on, uh, Cooper, we've actually had a huge influence in this. So, uh, look, Sam's been chipping away at his career for a long period of time, and finally, the powers of be. I know you were told about this, as was I, earlier in the week. um, We've projected Sam into his first commentary gig at the MCG, so pat on the back to us. Well done, Sam. You, Coops. <laughs> well uh, congratulations, and I'm glad we were the platform that projected you to uh, reach your goals and dreams. So good on you, Cooper. Well done, thanks. So, Shandor. thank you. Yes. Yeah.
3: So the five years of commentating previously had nothing to do with. Definitely
0: had an impact, but at the end of the day, uh, again, the star power that you've now reached off the back of us—that's uh, <laughs> taken you into a commentary gig at the MCG. So, mate, congratulations.
3: No, I, I appreciate that. And it was a dream come true moment. I have been calling for, I don't know why we're talking about this, but I've been calling for about five years, and that was my first game doing it at the MCG. So it was a there special you night. Oh, did, I... you actually,
2: did he not lie? Was that no, actually that's true? true?
0: That's a real thing. I thought you
2: were geeing him up. That's no, all you're looking...
0: it, <laughs> it's real. But I was, the point I was trying to make was it was clearly off the back of his success on the Storm Out. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, well, it's
2: true. We all know it's true. Nah. you
3: know. So see you guys got on yeah, the same true. page with that one. I hope we, your commenta- commentary
0: is better than your tips because they were rubbish this week, Sam. Cheers.
3: That's the first week I've let you down with eh, 49.
2: It's not good, mate. Mm. It's not the worst. You know what that great. is. That's like 55%. <laughs>
0: Takes me out of the running for the cash at the end of the year. So, oh, so you're great. done now. No, no, no. I'm sitting in fourth, but, you know,
3: I'm dwindling. So should we get to some rugby league? Or Let's do going? it. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, very good win against Brisbane on the weekend 40 to 4. Seven tries ran in. Uh, Kenny Bromwich uh, getting oh, a couple of them. Mate,
0: taking the piss. He was on fire. Mm hmm. He was I'll good. continue. Yeah, you paused. Um, yeah, Kenny was great. <laughs> I Honestly, I'm going to put this out there now. He goes a bit, little bit under the radar, but I honestly think Kenny is just about the informed second row in the comp.
2: Mm. He's, Eric, he's so definitely the most skill. underrated. He's,
0: he's easily the most it. underrated. He's cutting runner. out to wingers. He's putting grubbers in mm. for tries. He's making line breaks at will, offloading. He's a great defender, and he's one of the main players that everyone wants to play with. Him and Justin O'Neill forming quite the combination. Yeah. They're killing it. Yeah, the tr- Justin Ollam. Not just a all I'm sorry, yeah. sorry.
2: And he had a assist too. Set up uh set up the old man, the old Cameron Smith to try too. Wow, it's
3: all happening. That was a great moment with Smith. it was probably, was it a week too late, a couple of weeks too late, but it was good to see him cross. He doesn't often get to cross anymore, Cam Smith.
0: And a little bit of trivia for you and those at home that don't know, that haven't caught on yet. Uh Smithy is now Cooper might be able to help me with this. There's been a running joke in the sheds going on because Craig Bellamy still has more tries than Cameron Smith in his career, so he's about to knock off <laughs> Craig Bellamy's record. And Craig Bellamy, if you noticed in the uh, if you had it, they had it panned up when he scored, he would have been filthy, and people were probably thinking, "Well, what's going on here?" But uh, yeah, he's yeah. just about to overtake his record. Which he's one be, off. I think
2: yeah. if he, he's one off to even it, and then if he gets two, he breaks it. Yeah. So that's why he took him off with 30 minutes to go. He said, "I don't <laughs> let you have any more tries." Get off. Wow,
3: and it was uh, Smithy's 300th game as Storm captain. Crazy. Yeah. I wonder if that. I don't think that will ever get broken. No. no.
0: The 300 club, people are just, you know, doing their best to get into that, let alone captaining 300 games. It's it's unbelievable.
2: Yeah, it's almost hogging it. Yeah. Yeah, it's also a little bit selfish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How many records? There's honestly, I can't even fathom, like, keep up with him. Well, What's the next I think record we said it on, on the off?
0: show the other week. He's, you know, he's broken the records for breaking the most records. So There's, there's like, got to be another record in
2: two weeks. Well, if he gets two more tries, that's a record himself, beating Craig Bellaby's try
0: <laughs> scorer. Yeah, and we forget <laughs> he's going to play... 400 how many games. It's ridiculous.
3: Mm. Yep. Yeah, and has played over 500 in total when you consider state of origin, Australia, uh, all-star games. Technically, every game he plays, does he? is that breaking a record? It's breaking his what? own record. Yeah. Oh, because the highest.
0: Yeah. yeah. So it's just a record party. Anyway, moving on.
3: Uh, he was in the team of the week uh, along with the Fox as well and Nelson. Uh, mm. How It's... If, do you think Kenny was a little bit uh, hard but done by not getting in there? Well, it would seem so, especially it's, it's from It's fan-voted.
0: They basically nominate, um, the NRL nominate like five or six people in each position and the fans vote for that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, they, again, Kenny, under the radar, sure underrated, yeah. get behind him. Yeah. Seriously, come, come on, vote for him.
3: Uh, Dale Finucane, who whilst juggling a music career is also still playing rugby league. And we heard his ripping song last week and, and we might just even get it rolling again because I really now like performing it. Performing a cover. No, we'll just uh, get that down there. Um, Dale Finucane was named Channel 9's man of the match. Uh, he's donated his $1,000 man of the match prize to Beyond Blue. What a good guy.
0: Yeah, what a great guy. Uh, he's uh, good cause and it's good initiative that Channel 9, um, you know, use that as a donation. Uh, so really good from Dale and beyond B- blue. It must, uh, it must have a little bit to do with it. I did want to, it made me remember that, um, men of league foundation. We haven't spoken about it much since the last time we did, but they're really still trying to boost their numbers. And I know we had that meeting and they do some great things. It's so simple, literally a $20 membership that I really don't think that much of the rugby league community have got behind in Melbourne. So if you're, if you're thinking about doing it, throw some support and go on the website and get behind them.
3: Um, Is this a regular thing that you guys do at the Storm, that if someone does get that Channel 9 um, man of the match, that it's just a common occurrence Mm. and a bit of a team rule that you do donate at the charity?
2: Yeah. Uh, Is it the rule of the whole NRL? I'm not sure. I thought it was. I think it was. Let's say it's not and
0: Dale did it.
3: Yeah. What's been the response to this song that Dale performed on your dad's show, uh, Cooper John's, on uh, Matty John's show on... On Fox League, what's yeah, the Fox response League. been?
2: Fox League on Thursday and Sundays, uh, from about ranges the times from about seven o'clock through to nine o'clock, you are going to go on and listen. But anyway, uh, everyone just loves him. He's honestly, he's got to be the best bloke in the NRL, the yeah. most well-behaved as well. I mean, yeah, he's Who, a good like, seriously, is there anything he can't do? You know, the only thing he's got to do now to top it off is, well, I guess, a scandal.
3: Maybe? Has Sony or anyone come knocking uh, to maybe sign him up? Is he, is he, that, is that, is he that way inclined that he thinks that this could really take off this music caper? Uh, SingStar, SingStar,
2: the old PS2 game. have got him on board, so I think they're going to make a new uh, game <laughs> named after him.
3: <laughs> Dale Star, <laughs> Dale Star, <laughs> scoring tries and eating pies. Uh, there was, I, I'll tell you what, I thing I really liked in the crowd. There was a really good representation of purple in the crowd up at Suncorp Stadium on the weekend. Uh, that was good to see, and Storm fans travelling, but they're always very well represented up in up in Queensland. It's, uh, people have often said that the Storm are like the fourth Queensland team.
0: Yeah, well, they've recruited heavily from Queensland. Plus, they've also had that big contingency with the big three. So I think we've got a lot of Queensland supporters. So as much as they were traveling, I think we've got a a pretty strong uh, fan base up in Queensland.
2: Myself and Billy Walters actually went to a um, promo before the game where it was all the uh, Queensland, all the Brisbane members were invited there and there was a massive turnout. There would have been over 100 people there. So it's good to see, you know, obviously their teams aren't winning too much at the moment. So they're getting behind the storm, but that's, Every year they get a huge turnout, they were saying to that. So it's awesome.
0: Yeah. Uh,
3: finals not too far away, uh, only a few weeks away now. Storms sitting six points clear with five games left. Um, South lost to Cronulla on the weekend, which got you very clear. What, what do you think the plan will be coming towards the end of the year? Do you think Belzer will start resting players and maybe getting some games into other players or will he just continue to charge forward and, and not take the foot off the gas?
0: Oh, it's a tough one. I don't have a very clear recollection of what he's done in the past, but I don't see him taking the foot off the gas at the moment. And a couple of people have alluded to it. Me and Cooper were actually speaking about it today. Um, we're still not at our best. You know what I mean? We're still not playing footy where you go, hey, we're killing it at the moment. We still mm. got a lot to give, which is a scary prospect considering we're six points ahead on the ladder. But um, I think he just still wants to see some good footy. We've got some big games against a couple of top four teams. You could argue with Titans and Cowboys that he may do something, but I'm not sure he's done that in the past. No, I,
2: I think definitely for the game this week, it's a huge game. I don't think he's going to want to no. rest anyone. No way. Um, but he's already has rested a couple during that Origin period. Yeah, I think and the rest posted, are over. So I think the rest, unless someone really goes to him and they're busted, I don't think. Well, they've got to if they're, they're
0: carrying a significant niggle, I think they they would do that. But that's the only reason why. Yeah
3: uh Rabbitohs this week and we'll get to that uh in the next break and then the raiders after that so you're playing the fourth uh, ranked side and the third ranked side so you are going to get a, a good workout coming into finals and probably get a good sense of where you are at and if the best footy is around the corner that'll there'll be some good challenges uh yeah definitely yeah nice Thanks, Cam. Cam. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, look! (laughs) If you can say uh, Richie Benno used to say, "If you can get it done Mm -hmm. in one word, then that's all you need to do." Yeah, well, it's actually a very private answer, so we'll just keep that uh, to ourselves. Thank you, Sam. Uh, (laughs) It's gonna be a long show. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of, I just mentioned Richie Benno. Did you, boy? Are you cricket fans? Do you, you you get excited? You stay up late and watch the Ashes, the first test. It's a great win by Australia last night. We love it. Mm. Me and Shandor, we discuss it all the time. We love it. Mm. Well,
2: I love it. Well, Shandor's a little bit. Sandal likes a little pretty boy. Smith got a double century? No. A
0: double century? Yeah, he got a century and then a century. That's no. what I meant. No. that's what I meant.
2: <laughs> a century and a century? Yeah. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. He got 148 or 147, wasn't didn't it? Didn't he well,
0: get one century and then he got another one another time?
3: Yeah, so yeah. He, <sighs> he, yeah, he's got two centuries. He's got Shame. back-to-back centuries.
0: Thank you. Back-to-back, not double, so it's still two first, centuries.
3: First, that's what I meant. First player, first Australian to do that. Well, he's the fifth Australian to ever do that in an Ashes series. Well, who are the other... Uh, I know two of them. Uh, Matt Hayden's one of them, and Steve Steve War is another. Donald Brevin. Uh I don't think Don's. Dev- I don't no. think Don ever did it in an Ashes series. Right, Don. Well,
0: that's disappointing.
3: Don's a good name. I've seen
2: Dave
0: what other, Warner do you on know the boundary during do, his pockets. Emptying his pockets. Did you see that?
3: Yeah, he was getting yeah. a, a bit of an earful from the English crowd, the Barmy Army sledging Two him, and he responded well.
0: Love the response. Yeah. But second of all, you're opening yourself up to a whole game of uh, sledging because once they know that you can hear them, it's game over.
3: What's, can you When you guys are playing,
0: can you hear what the crowd are yelling out to you? I would say Cooper, not so much. But myself being on the wing, you can, not at all times, but if you have a break in play or a pause, or you're down waiting for a kickoff, you can definitely hear. But the key is to not acknowledge, because if you acknowledge them early, it's game on. They know that they you know, that you can actually hear them.
3: So what's the worst thing that you've copped that you can actually say?
0: Yeah, can't really say any of it. <laughs> really? I how how so. personal? Obviously, how nasty? Obviously, 2013, when um, the peptide scandal was going on, I was copping it left, right. Yeah. Um, I do remember this one game. It was very towards the very end. So I was heavily in the media, and it was pretty much all about me. It had gone from scandal <laughs> it? to clubs to Shandoril. It's all Shandoril. Yeah. And then we played manly in a game. We got beat at home, and there was a guy um, on the on the trial and I started on. He started heckling me with about just before kickoff, Looked at him, acknowledged it, because he was spraying me, and then he literally did not stop saying anything at full pitch for 80 minutes. I could just hear him the whole time, and I was just like, I was so off it.
2: How did, do you not focus? About see, I'd never hear a thing. I can ne- even if you're talking out in the wing, I can't even hear. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. Like, I it can't was, hear a thing. What about in relentless. here? Can you
3: can you hear him when he's talking in here? Uh, barely.
2: <laughs> no, but I've got it a good, I can sort of space out. Like you see, Sam asked me that question yeah, two minutes ago. I was looking up at the TV and I didn't even hear a word he said. Obviously yeah. you can,
0: but we got <laughs> You're <pumped>. a millennial.
2: <laughs> yeah, we got pumps. So there was a lot of breaks in
0: play. But yeah, you, you don't hear everything. When you're when you're playing, you're yeah. playing, but yeah.
2: In breaks in play, you can. Mm-hmm. I just got peeps about being in my dad's shadow. That's what I did. Like what? people saying you're, you're not tanned enough because you're in your dad's shadow. That's real <laughs> life
0: though, isn't it? That's not really a sledge. Mm, you aren't I? actually very tanned, are you? I am actually very tanned if I took my denim jacket off. To think that in 2019 you would have your son on some form of payroll is, is shocking, quite frankly. <laughs> via Steve. a card, via, you know, it's, it's, it's an allowance. It's, it's mm. shocking. It's concerning. Yeah. Talk about millennials. Anyway.
3: Speaking of your old man, the Melbourne Storm put on a parents weekend last weekend. Now, Tell, tell us about this because I think this is fantastic what the club did. You were playing away uh, up in Brizzy and all the family members were, were all flown in. How did this work? Uh, yeah, well, it starts,
2: they sort of set a date at the start of the year when generally when all the feeder teams are playing in Queensland and it sort of fits everyone. Last year it was down in Melbourne, but this year up in Brisbane and it was really good. Heats all the parents. I think it was one of the biggest turnout of parents they'd had, uh, especially with all the new sort of guys, Maxie King, his parents were there. Good to meet them. They're fellow Novocastrians like myself. So, you know, <laughs> talking some, uh, Newcastle slang with them. Um, yeah, but my dad had a, my dad and mum had a great time. Uh, dad was singing karaoke. On the Saturday night, a bit of Lido shuffle. Really? Uh, into Obladi Oblada. Um, what else did he All do? the hits. Uh, he also sang Johnny Cash, Folsom Prison Blues. It was great to see Trish been as good. well. Yeah. Yeah, it was good to see my mum. Yeah, Thank she's you, Shandor. She
0: looking great.
2: Okay, thanks, Shandor. <laughs> so, hey, <laughs> don't come at <up> my mother, <laughs> Just mate. got real did you don't awkward, think
0: Sam it? would swipe right. On Trish on Tinder. You're Hang kidding on, yourself. Don't bring me into this. You're kidding Sam, don't bring you mean, me. Have,
2: what have you been talking to Shandor about my mother for? Never have, have we. Later in the show, which
0: Cooper's going to uh, give us a little insight into some of the uh, attire Sam is wearing. I'll also tweet it, and um, that'll give you a good indication of the sort of stuff people might come across if you were to swipe right on with Sam on Twitter. It's, Co- it's confronting.
3: Cooper is wearing a denim jacket and running shorts, so I don't know why all the focus hang on, is on hang me. Hang on. But do I look good, Chandor?
0: Yeah, you do look good. And Sam looks like he's going to shoot a duck if one flies past. <laughs> See, what it matters is, um,
2: Sammy, is sometimes you can just pull off what you're wearing, and that's what I'm doing. Not actually like pull off my clothes. I mean, just pull you, you off should actually looking. pull that off. You should pull that bloody <laughs> hat off, mate.
3: Seriously. All right. Well, given this is radio as an audio medium, that people can't see this hat. Silly hat. That's oh, we've
0: talked. We've spoken about the hat. I was. I tried to keep it a surprise. We
3: haven't, we haven't talked about it though yet, so we don't, they don't know what kind of hat Well, it you can take a photo on the break and tweet it. And we yeah, do I've need taken to, a photo. We do need to get to a break. And speaking of Parents Weekend, uh, one of the other very well-known parents of the Melbourne Storm fraternity, uh, Billy Walters' father, Kevi Walters, Queensland State of Origin coach, a six-time Premiership NRL player, one of the greatest to ever do it. He is going to be our special guest yes. on the Storm Hour tonight, if you don't mind.
0: We'll also get an update on Billy Walters' injury. Mm. Just so you know.
3: What I'd, <laughs> like, to, what I'd like to ask Kevy though, is if he's aware of Billy threatening Storm players yeah, with that'll be interesting. being mm. cut from the Origin squad if mm. they don't do as he says at training. Mm.
0: Yeah, let's... I can't wait for you to ask him.
3: Yeah. What well, I'm asking him. Yeah, on, oh, No, it's you guys. It's your show. might oh, be, right. he, he mate, said might be you're a bit close mate. to
2: the bone with the origin loss.
3: Let's he see if you're he his rea- mate. Let's see if he reacts badly. Okay, we'll let's see how we go. Kevin Walters will be our special guest on the Storm Hour. We're back with more on the other side of this. And we've got tickets to give away, too, to the Storm's next home game against the Raiders. we will tell you how you can get your hands on them next. Storm Hour on SEN. Boom. We are the Storm from Melbourne. Town
1: will blow the others off the ground we
3: Storm and we're number one. On SEN, this is the Melbourne Storm Hour. Melbourne Storm, our city, your club. Welcome back to the Storm Hour. Shandor Earl, Cooper Johns, Kevin Walters, Queensland State of Origin coach will be joining us in the not too distant future on this show, which is tonight. Uh, It'd be great Can to have a minutes. chat. To Kevy. Uh Shandor Cooper, news just a hand from the NRL judiciary that James Maloney has been found guilty of a grade one tripping charge and he'll miss Penrith's clash with Cronulla this weekend. How did you see that one?
0: Throw the book at him. No, uh I, yeah, it's it's a tough one. The trip is always a bit bit of a reaction, but um it is what it is, I guess. It's not within the uh sportsmanship of the game.
2: Yeah, well it's tough for Penrith. They're how many games have we got there? Five. Yeah, big, and f- big loss. Yeah, that's a huge loss. He's been there, one of their best players all year, so it's going to be massive for them Definitely trying to get leader. into the top eight.
3: They're just outside on, on four and against, so they're sitting ninth on the ladder yeah, at the massive. minute. They need a win. Uh, Sam Burgess up against the, uh, up the the judiciary again tonight. How did you see that one?
0: Uh, well, as a biased Storm player, but, you know, if he has to have a week off next week, mm. uh, this week it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. But mm. uh, Did you think it was that bad? Uh, I... Th- I think it's a tough one. Like I'll tell you what is a big contributing factor, how the other person ends up. So, Moylan was, you know, it's a big discussion about how he's been concussed and knocked out from it. So I think that plays a big part in it. If he just – that's just deemed as a head high, gets up, play on, nothing happens, I think it's looked at very differently. So I think that has a massive impact.
2: Because I think the look of it didn't look that bad. But when you see how Matt Moylan react to it, mm. you see how he just – he's dropped the ball and he's he's knocked out before he hits the yeah, ground.
0: Yeah, anu- and that's another, you know, interesting conversation because, geez, they swept that under, like, tried to make out it was nothing. Like, mm. the bloke was out. He, he
2: And he set up a try 10 minutes later. He crazy. was out there for 13 minutes <laughs> after know. it.
0: It's crazy, but he should have gone off. You know, with the current, um, the current environment around concussions and how we're trying to deal with things, that's that was a pretty clear one, I thought. Uh,
3: and apparently, the effects have continued to be felt by Matt Moylan as well, who uh, is still not great from that. An article that I've read today. So, if, if for for those who didn't see it, what exactly did Sam Burgess do to Matt Moylan? Uh, well, Moylan's stepped on stepped off his left foot, stepped inside,
2: and. Um, Sammy Burgess has come from the inside with a swinging arm, and he's just hit him on the end of the chin, uh, hit him pretty clean, que- like you know, pretty cleanly actually, because it knocked him straight out. But and then yeah, he's hit his head pretty hard on the ground as well. He was penalised straight away, was it? Yep. And then yeah, I think a lot of it, a lot of it, come down to the just the swinging arm action too. It looked very aggressive. Mm.
0: But it's a big game for us against South, so. If he wasn't play, obviously a loss for them, but a uh, a good thing for us as, as Storm
3: players. The two best coaches in the league uh, facing off again, Craig Bellamy for the Storm and Wayne Bennett. Now um, at the Rabbitohs, Bennett's coached 833 games, Craig Bellamy 440. I think Craig Bellamy is the only coach getting around at the moment over a long period of time that has a winning record against Wayne. Um, oh, wow. has, has been able to out-coach him more often than not. I think it's around 70% that Bellamy's beaten him by. Don't quote me on that, but I know that he, he has no, a winning record right, yeah. against Wayne, which is, that's uh, an incredible legacy uh, on Wayne's point of view. But what, what do, why do you think that is that, that that Craig, who was an assistant under Wayne at the Broncos before he came to the Storm, he's so regularly able to beat Wayne Bennett coach teams?
2: I think, oh, Craig's a lot different coach. For someone who learnt under Wayne, he's actually a lot different. Like he, Wayne's very much just trying to get his team up for the game each week. Like he's very big aspect on building a good team environment. Whereas Craig, he's about that as well, but he adds on the real coaching aspect where he's a big analyst of the game. Like Mm. he knows the game inside and out and he's personally coaching individuals, a lot of analysis, whereas Wayne leaves that up to the other people. And he sort of sits back and just makes sure everything's running smoothly. So I know, plus he knows Wayne inside and out. So he, he knows the way he coaches. He knows what, he can do to
0: play against the Wayne Bennett coach team and, you know, beat them. Yeah, and I think that winning record is more of a reflection of Craig's coaching and coaching abilities, as opposed to how their two styles match up against each other.
3: Uh, so it's, this, uh, it's on Saturday, Sunday afternoon, uh, Gosford 4pm is the kickoff. Yes. Wow. For the, for the, What's for you guys in the preparation? What goes into and how does your your preparation change from a a home game to an away game in in rugby league? Is it do you like to get there early? Do the club sort of leave it at the last minute to get you there? How do you normally get prepped for away games? Because this is two road games in a row for the storm.
0: Yeah, it normally just depends uh, on a couple of things in terms of turnaround from the week before uh, and location, but. Generally, you'll do what's called a captain's run. Uh, most teams will do that, if not all teams, do it the day before. So uh, sometimes you'll do that up in the location or you'll do it at home and travel. And, uh, yeah, again, it, I think it just depends on how much travel is involved. But get up there early, get a good session in, and then uh, time to relax and really just uh, focus for the game. So um, that'll be that'll be the... The main agenda this week, especially, it's it's quite a bit of travel because you've got to go to Sydney and then make the bus trip down the Central Coast. Hey,
2: just quickly, is Wayne Bennett and Craig Bellamy the biggest coaching rivalry of all time in rugby league? In rugby league? Well, I'm going to say
0: no. Big,
3: who's no, the reckon? bigger coaching rivalry? Uh,
0: well, I'm going to say it's shaping up to be uh, Belzer and Hasler if we're talking about just Craig. Mm, yeah. Because that's starting to become – and That's big. You know, you got to look at how many grand finals because those are the ones that are like, mm. okay, now it's starting to matter. And there's been a lot in that. And I think Des, from what I picked up last week or against Manly, I think Des takes a lot of pride. Like Bells is his arch nemesis. Yeah. You know? yeah that's, the, that's his – uh is Kryptonite, so I think that's a pretty good rivalry. There was, a, yeah, that,
2: that well, that two thousand, that mid two thousands period, they were mm, easily I mean. t-
0: the two best coaches in the comp. And yeah. They were going at each other each yeah. year, and so. then the Bulldogs era where they faced off in a couple of grand finals. Yeah. Uh,
3: Josh Carr has been recognised for his outstanding community work. Um, tell us about what the Ken Stephen Medal is and why this nomination is such a, a, a great honour and a, and I suppose a real feather in the cap of Josh. And something he should be very proud of, and the club should be very proud of.
0: Yeah, definitely. And it's, um, again, it's just showcasing a lot of the great work that NRL players do off the field. Uh, unfortunately, it's probably not something that's given as much time in the media, Uh, but at the end of the day, this award is to recognize each individual's contribution off the field. And for us this year, it's uh, Josh Adokar, and he's been heavily involved in the community, both with Indigenous and Junior Rugby League. So um, it's nice to see him recognize. And if you're a Storm fan, get onto NRL.com and vote for him. It's nice and easy. So uh, he definitely is well-deserving of that. Or any fan. Don't have to be a Storm fan. Yeah, that's it. Seriously.
3: Uh, Well said. Uh, We've got to get to a break. On the other side of this, we'll be joined by the Queensland State of Origin coach, the father of Melbourne Storm player Billy Walters, Kevin Walters, will join us. Uh, You guys have really straightened up for this one. Uh, I think it's a sign of respect. You've got some questions written down. You're looking very serious about this one. Very excited, the both of you, which is a good thing. Uh, send it to the... Rob Kevin Walters Rob to join us next. It's not too late to join the Purple Army, by the way. Get any two home games, a 2019 membership, a beanie, and access to finals tickets for just $60. Melbourne Storm, our city, your club, one 786 767 Or just go to their website, membership.melbournestorm.com.au. Kevin Walters to join us next on the Storm Hour, SEN. We are the storm from Melbourne we we'll the
0: others off the We are the
3: storm and we're number one. On SEN... This is the Melbourne Storm Hour. Melbourne Storm, our city, your club. Before 8 o'clock, we'll get your T-Bone of the Week nominations. That's where we're looking for our Idiot of the Week. And I've got tickets to the Melbourne Storm's next home game against the Canberra Raiders. In a couple of weeks, so one three hundred seven three six seven three six Shandor Earl, Cooper Johns. And, boys, you spoke about uh, in the first break of this evening's show on the Storm Hour that the Storm put on a, a fantastic weekend up in Brizzy. It was Parents Weekend, and there are some very well-known uh, rugby league greats as, who are parents of Melbourne Storm players, and we believe that your dad, Matty, is still singing karaoke up at the Victory uh, in Brizzy. So we thought we would go to... Billy Walters' father, who not only played 291 games for Canberra and Brisbane, he's won six premierships, played in more finals than any other NRL player, played for his state, played for his country, and now coaches Queensland in the state of origin. He's been good enough to give us some time on the Storm Hour. A big hello to Kevin Walters. Hello, Kevy.
1: Hey, Sammy. How are you, man? I'm pleased you got that memo about me and my career. Stuff. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Did I get it right? Did I miss anything out, Kevy?
1: You didn't miss anything, mate. No, you didn't. How are you, boys?
3: How are you, Kevy? Yeah, good, Kevy. Yeah, we're going
1: good. Really good, thanks.
3: <laughs> oh, now, Kev, I've never seen these two get so serious for an interview, no. Kevy, It's clearly a mark of respect that they have for you. They know that you're a no, Storm yeah. assistant from 2011 to 2013, uh, and they've got some great questions ready to go, so I'm going to hand it over to the boys.
1: Oh, good on you, Sammy. Good on you, mate. Hey, Kevvy.
3: What it's have you Co- got for me, boys? It's, it's, it's Cooper here. <laughs> Kevin, how are you?
1: Hey, Coops, how are you, buddy? What's oh, happening? Mate, in there, better,
2: better for hearing your beautiful voice, mate. Hey, um, I just yeah. wanted to ask ya, Billy's debut at the start of the year. So here's a little question for you. Who was Whose debut was more enjoyable, yours for the Broncos or watching your son's? Ooh, tough one.
1: Uh, oh, look, I reckon watching my son, I, my, my debut, I missed so many tackles and like, through <laughs> some couple of fourth passes and over the sideline stuff. And I go and watch Billy play and he's actually making tackles in the, in the number six jumper. And he did a great job. So I've got to say that was probably more enjoyable. And my debut was that long ago. I can't even, hardly remember too much about, it, except I had a bit of a shocker. I would have thought.
0: <laughs> Kevin, share with me your mate? question, boys? Yeah, that was good. Actually, Sendo, how are you it? going, brother? Good, mate. How are
1: you? I'm really good, thanks. I'm really good.
0: <laughs> you sound good.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, mate. Really I just want right, to. What do you got for me, big fella?
0: I wanted to ask you about your coaching. This is a, just a. Question that we're all quite interested in. In terms of this, there's been a lot of media speculation, but I wanted to hear it from you. What's your plans going forward in the future? Is it Origin? Do you have a dream of coaching in the NRL? Where where do you sort of sit with it all?
1: Uh, look, I'm going to push forward with Origin. We've uh, not well, we were in it for this most of this year's series, and just got piped right for the last 30 seconds. <laughs> I can just see it all now. But uh, so I'm going to continue there or if I can well yeah, nice. I'm sure you know that, that, that I've got next year and then I'd like to extend that when I can but what I what I want to do boys is just whatever I'm doing is be really successful at it and and you know bring that sort of winning feeling to it I was in your dressing room last week when you beat the Broncos with the family weekend and the parents weekend and it was just yeah I just love being in those winning dressing rooms it, it, it's hard to describe to people um mm-hmm. when you're not in there and you're not sort of involved and was a terrific feeling, and that's what I want to do for you know for Queensland for the next couple of years is get that winning feeling back, that winning dressing room. Um, you know that's what i look for, and also really enjoy my work on Fox League commentating. Um, you know that's a really enjoyable part of my life as well. Yeah, you might have a few tips, for Sammy. And, <laughs> well, yeah, like, well I've listened to Sam the other day. I thought he was probably a. Six or seven out of ten, I reckon. Yes. I'll take uh, that. No, I'm only <laughs> <laughs> we, we go back a long way, Sam and I. Hey, listen, here, you two, young Don't say I it. Go hey, back hey a long way. don't worry. That man. was my <laughs> next question. He, 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 was, he was telling
2: us all about it in the break. Yeah, he reckons he's got a <laughs> few <laughs> oh, war stories of you two.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> no, yeah, that's exactly right. But no, he's a, he's a good man, your host. He's, be, I'm sure he's looking after you boys really well.
2: We're looking after him.
3: They're, they're, they're claiming well, credit for anything that happens remotely good in my career at the moment, Kevy. It's phenomenal.
1: Oh, you're kicking some goals there, Sam. That's got to say, you're you're calling the AFL now and all sorts of things. So good on you, champ. You're you're a bloody good worker. He's been a great
3: addition to our show. Thank you, Kevy. We're not here to talk about me, though. I I, I did want to ask you, though, Kevy, because I I saw when you you handed over the jumper to Billy when he made his debut earlier in the year, and then that night, uh, one of your great mates, Gordon Tallis, was watching The Vision, and we all saw... Gordy's reaction to it. It was a beautiful moment. Yeah. How, how did you feel watching Gordy react and, and the things that he said about you and your family and Billy? Uh, it was one of the, the really tender and, and, and open moments and, and one that I don't think we'll quickly forget.
1: No, yeah, well, I, I know the big, the big Gordy. I've known him for a long time. Obviously, played a lot of footy with him. We're still good mates now, but I didn't actually see the vision until the next day or maybe, maybe a little bit after that about Gordon sort of Losing it, but I, you know, when you when your kids go through what they have, and so many people have had a big influence over Billy and and his uh, his life, not just his football career, but his life. And to see that all come to fruition, you know, uh, down in Wollongong that night was really an emotional time for all of us. Actually, Um, we had the whole family in the car, and we drove down uh, from Sydney. You know, we flew to Sydney and then drove down on the highway down to, to Wollongong to watch him play. Uh, it was just a, a really good moment for all of us, really special moment. And, and I guess, you know, me being the emotional person that I am, you know, um, I've been a sook all my life, basically. <laughs> you know, so, um, and that sort of thing. I knew I was going to lose it, but I just didn't think, I, I thought I could get through at least, you know, 20 or 30 seconds without sort of <laughs> dropping, <laughs> dropping everything. But, you know, it was just a, a, a good, a great moment. Um, and particularly with the Melbourne Storm, I mean, I had three great years down there as, as an assistant coach and knowing their culture and how they do things i know that they, they it is really special for for all types of players i think sandal you were playing your 50th nrl game that night as well mm. were you not was that yes i so yeah? was mate <laughs> well, yeah you were so i mean that was a it was a big moment as well for to you and, and your family so yeah they just do things really well the storm and they've 100%. got a really special place in in, in my heart I uh, only had three years there as i say but what a you know really special place it is
2: hey uh kev while we're on the topic of billy um, he's been doing some stuff lately that has been come under question by the boys. He's been threatening the Origin boys that if he hasn't, if they're not doing anything good by him, that you'll drop them for Origin. Is this? Can you? Can, is this a discussion that yeah. you've had with Billy? Well, we
1: actually had Billy down as, a tw- as the as twenty fifth man for <laughs> Origin. He was going to
0: come in. He'd love that. Uh,
1: <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. Look, um, he, he's a bit cheeky, that uh, young Billy, and gets it from I'll get, you, mate. A little bit of that. A little bit of that from me, but also, you know, he's got a nice personality, really good and calm and influencing, you know, personality. bit. which what you need. You've got to be a, to survive in, in today's game in rugby league. It, it's a tough sport. Um, You know, when Billy's, um you know, he's got a really good mindset around. He works really hard and he plays really hard. And I'm, I'm just really happy for him that he's, you know, meets met some great people down there at the Storm, Some some good coach also some. Some good players that, you know, um he's got himself involved with, um, which is really good for Bill and good for his development. And some yeah. good and
2: some good mates too, Kevy. Like myself. That's
1: what I'm talking about. Yeah, the, we the love people, Billy. It's not yeah. Yeah, it's all, all the people he's knocking around with, you guys and um, you know, everyone that's down there. They're just such good people. I think it's more and, and I found it myself, um, at the Storm, because you don't really have any family down there. Mm. So you you've got to sort of mix with each other and, and follow each other and work each other out. And I think that's why the Storm actually works as good as they do is because it's just them down there. Um, you know, I know the staff have got their family and friends and the like, and but, it, you know, the, the players certainly got to bind together really tightly. And that's that's what the big thing that I sort of pulled out of the Storm is that about how tight the actual playing group is. And you guys are all part of that.
0: Mate, before I ask you another footy question for yourself, I just wanted to touch on, how have you gone uh, preparing Billy's meals over the years? We've uh, touched on it commonly on the <laughs> show. No sauce, no yeah. dressing. What's your
1: thoughts on it, Kevin? Oh, it's been difficult. Uh, there's been <laughs> plenty of clips over the back of the head, and go, go to your room, go up to your bed, go. On no, no dinner for you tonight. But uh, he's a stubborn little bugger. Like it's just him. He just very plain, very simple. Uh, no sauces. Like who has pasta? And oh mate, past it. like, it's was, insane. He was gagging. Oh, like I don't know how he gets through it. <laughs> Neither do <laughs> just, I. Just, even on a steak. Oh no, he can't have anything on it. <laughs> the steak's got to sit by itself, and then the potatoes. And he's actually, he's actually influenced my youngest uh, daughter, Ava. She's, That's right. It's exactly the same right now. So, oh, it's just ridiculous. And but he's always been a stubborn little bugger from uh, from his youth. I remember. This is back. up, This is. 30 years ago when I was playing. And he was probably five, six, seven, eight years old. I'm not sure how old he was. But we, we finished the game at, at uh, here in Brisbane, and I, I put him. he wouldn't get in the car and put his seatbelt on because he just, just no, nah, I'm not wearing a seatbelt, that. And it was with my mum and dad. And I said, come on, Bill, put your seatbelt on. And there was a security guard standing just near us. I said, right, I'm calling the police. And I got the security guard to come over and say, mate, put that seatbelt on. And he still, like, did it reluctantly. And so he we went from there, and the next morning I said, Bill, you got home right?" He said, yeah. He said, Dad, that wasn't a real policeman. And I said, mate, it was. He said, no, he didn't have the proper badges on. I said, oh, you stubborn little bugger. You got me, you know. So easy was hard work, I tell you.
0: Yeah, mate, with the – um, I was talking to Billy the other day, and I don't know if you've had a chance to reflect on this, especially with how hard they are to come by in the NRL today, but we were talking about the fact that you've won six premierships. It's ridiculous. I mean – Blokes are lucky to win one. Have you, you know, do you reflect sometimes and just go, I can't believe that I had the opportunity to nail six? Oh,
1: Yeah, look, it was... Um, it's unreal. Yeah, I, I was very, very lucky, very fortunate to play in some really good teams in the early days with the Canberra Raiders, in, you know, in the late 80s. In my first year at the Raiders, we made the grand final. That was in 87 and then lost that to Manly. And then we were back there in 89, um, you know, and won that, which was the first ever premiership for the Raiders. And then I moved to Brisbane... Uh, and you know we just had so so many good players. He was yeah it was it was a uh, real pleasure to play with all, all those blokes. You know Alfie and uh, Lazarus. You know Chris Johns, Steve Renoff. Um, there's a, a Gavin Allen. You know all these guys were, were such great players and. Um, you know, we're, we're very fortunate to come through th- that era at the Broncos with so many, so many good men and so many good players. We're you know, it was, it was, I feel really, really blessed and, yeah, and really happy about that. Obviously, been really lucky as well.
3: Mm. Well, Kevin, we consider Having ourselves. Have got six? <laughs> <laughs> We consider ourselves very lucky oh. to have had you on the show tonight, Kevy. It's uh, the measure of the man, not only one of the greatest of a play, but one of the greatest blokes. And we can hear that when you'd much prefer to talk about your son than your own accomplishments. It shows just how good a fella you are. And we appreciate you being yeah. on the Storm Hour. Thank you very much.
1: Good on you, Sammy. Good on you, boys. Thanks, Go Kevi. Yeah. Good on you, Kevin.
3: Come on, bring it home, fellas. <laughs> Go away. No, Z-M-A. hey, don't be like that. <laughs> Get off, Kevy. <laughs> what a good man. Kevin Wilder is good enough to give us some time and what a fantastic initiative from the Storm parents week was the week just gone so it was great to get Billy Walters' dad, Kevy to get on and give us his thoughts on how proud he is of his boy. Hey, T-Bone of the Week nominations are up next, lads. one 736 736 if you'd like to nominate a T-Bone of the Week, our Idiot of the Week. Don't worry, we'll get Shandor to explain exactly what it's all about on the other side of this break. This is the Storm Hour on SEN. It's not too late to join the Purple Army. You can get any two home games, a 2019 membership, beanie, and access to finals tickets for only $60. Melbourne Storm, our city, your club. storm T-Bone of the Week up next as we wrap it up. We might get an injury update from young Billy Walters yep. and just see how he's tracking on his road back to playing. That's up next, Storm Hour. We are the Storm from Melbourne Town. We'll blow the others off the ground. We are the Storm and we're number one. On SEN, this is the Melbourne Storm Hour. Melbourne Storm, our city, your club. Almost time to wrap it up on the Storm out. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. 736 736 If you'd like to nominate a T-bone of the week, which we'll get to in just a moment. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. 736 736 got Storm tickets on the line for their next home game against the Raiders, but we just had the absolute privilege of speaking to Kevin Walters, Queensland State of Origin coach, and we were talking off-air about what other athletes have won six premierships, and we thought Tom Brady. Tom Brady's got six rings. Uh, and it was just an absolute treat to speak to Kevy Walters. He loves speaking to you boys. So we thought we'd better get an update uh, from his son, Billy Walters, on where he's at injury-wise. And Billy's been good enough to join us. Billy, how's the injury tracking, mate?
1: Yeah, it's coming along pretty pretty good, actually. Yeah,
3: yeah thanks, Bill. Hey, Shandor,
2: uh, 18th of August, we've got the Storm Players Comedy Night. Tell us a little bit about that.
0: Yeah, you can get your tickets uh, for the special event uh, on the website. It's on Sunday, the August the eighteenth. Um, it's gonna be a huge afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. You were trying oh, so so hard. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That was a joke. We, yeah, sorry. <laughs>
3: You were doing so well.
0: I don't know why it was so hard. I was just dying inside. Anyway, um, great to hear from Billy there on his injury. Uh, So, yeah, we've got some amazing comedians, all local, full of laughs. Uh, Should be a great time. Joined by the NRL squad. So, really, probably one of the most genuine opportunities you'll have a chance to mingle with players. Um, there'll be past players of the, cl- of the club as well a few legends there series of auctions one-of-a-kind items some really great ones and some experiences with players whether that be golf days a uh, special one for the Matty John show really cool so um there'll be plenty of stuff there jerseys and boots going on with a raffle prize uh so look it's going to be a great day get down there couple of drinks mingle with the players a few laughs and uh some amazing items so Doors open uh, twelve thirty. Shows at two, and you can book at the comedy uh au. Beautiful,
3: nicely done. And again, oh, yeah, we're back on track. Great, great to get that injury update from Billy yeah. Walters too. So um, we're wishing him all the best. Uh, team owner of the week, Shandor. <laughs> what, um, oh. what, uh, what is the team owner of the week all about, please?
0: Yes, team owner of the week. Uh, our good friend of the show, Cameron Munster. He lived with a few of the boys and uh, they decided they were going to nickname themselves the porterhouse. So why not commemorate it with a tattoo? That's what they did. Cameron went out and uh, he didn't get a porterhouse. He got a T-bone steak. So what an idiot. Therefore, this segment is called Idiot of the Week. Not bad, not bad. That was the best one you've done yet. Yeah, that was changes you. in tone. Yeah, yeah thank you. Was, that was very succinct. I'm quite animated after the big laughing spit. Yeah,
2: the changes in tone was quite poetic. Yeah. It was very beautiful. Thank mm. you. By the way,
3: Billy's still on hold.
2: <laughs> is he? He's still there. If you should
3: have um, cut him. It would have been
2: fine. Take him off for a sec. I've, I've, we want to just see if he's still there. See if, if his injuries got any worse. Okay, we'll wrong. just
3: double
0: check. Bill, Billy, is, is the thumb improved at all since we last spoke
1: to you? Yeah, so I'm hoping to be back this weekend, actually.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Bill. <laughs> Why was he still on for so long? What? <laughs> I don't What's going I, on? I don't know. But again, thank you, Billy Walters, for being on the show. really appreciate it. And it's a great update. On you, Bill. Sure. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, to be back this week, he said. Good on him.
2: Yeah, well, good on
3: you, Bill. So, boys, team owner of the week, our Editor of the Week nomination. Who'd like to open the bowling, please? Because we've got Paul from Camberwell who's gonna throw out a nomination. Because we do have storm tickets to the next home game, Raiders, at Amy Park, Saturday, August seventeenth. All thanks to Melbourne Storm, our city, your club, for the best nomination. So who have you boys got?
2: So my first one is gonna go to you, Sam, oh. because you know what? I had so many built up today, and you took the chocolates today because I we walked in, and the hat he was wearing was atrocious. You're not playing golf, mate. You honestly look who's that cartoon guy with the gun who shoots Bugs Bunny? Elmer Fudd. Not anything him? like Elmer Fudd's yeah, hat. Yeah, that's you. you no, know, you look like the guy. You got the hunt. You got the puffy jacket on, a bit of leather on there, a it's bit of a vest. Snake, you got a snakeskin jeans on, and you've got that weird hat on. It on it's just weird. Mm. I have no word. Hopefully, Shandler's got a picture to show you because words can't describe what
3: I'm I looking at. I'll be tweeting it's it. It's called a duckbill Ivy hat. Wow. Just mm. myself and Wendell Saylor wear them. So no, mate. Don't double. put yourself in the same league as Wendell. Well, shot
0: a duck and turned it into a hat. That's what it looks like.
2: Wendell's probably won six premierships as well, mate. Don't put yourself in the same bloody league.
0: Yeah, mate, you've, you've commented one game at the MCG. Yeah, seriously.
2: You're wearing hats
0: like
3: that because you're sophisticated. He Next wore year it day. at
0: the MCG, actually.
3: Didn't he, <laughs> actually? That was a different one. Oh, another duck bill. Get out of it. <laughs> That's a different one. That's a different one. Shandor, uh, <laughs> uh, you got one? Let's,
0: bring, let's bring on uh, old mate.
3: Okay. Paul from Camberwell, hello. Uh, g'day, guys. How you doing? Good. Have you Good got a mate. T-bone of the week nomination for us? I do. Myself. I'm going to T-bone myself for being an idiot.
2: I think, yeah. Because,
1: yeah, I follow the Melbourne Storm and um, I look at the ladder in the Herald Sun every Monday after most of the games have been played out and we lost by a point last week, but then Sydney Roosters, I thought, oh, okay, we're only two games clear on top of the ladder. And then the Sydney Roosters went out and thrashed um, 58-6 to uh, to And we somehow uh, appear to be still three games clear on the ladder. Did the Roosters lose a game or what happened?
2: Uh, I'm not too sure, Paul, but I'll tell you what, mate, you've got the tickets. Well done. (laughs) There's nothing more funny than a a T-bone that involves mathematics. So there you go, mate. Thanks, buddy.
3: Paul, (laughs) you can get a double pass to go see the Storm take on the Canberra Raiders at Amy Park on Saturday, August 17th. All thanks to Melbourne Storm, our city, your club. Enjoy that, mate. You've earned it. Thank you. There we go. Get the uh, calculator out. Nicely done from Paul. He's just having some equation issues there, some mathematical dilemmas, quandaries. It's, t- wow. <laughs> it's tough. Get, get an abacus out. Oh, <laughs> uh, there's, a of, Shandor, there's a lot to take in. Shandor, have you got a T-bone of the wall? <laughs> yeah,
0: way? I do, actually, Sam. Um, uh, Nico Hines. We've had him on the show a long time ago. You probably wouldn't remember, uh, but Nicholas Hines is a <laughs> new player to the squad, mm. and he had the... Uh, Basically, the opportunity to take over the Instagram for the intra super Cup, which is the Queensland Rugby League comp. Uh, look, shocking. I was I, I don't I was quite lost for words. me and Cooper were discussing it, but uh, he's proceeded to basically fully edit his transition from home to the airport using different slides and effects, which was you know quite interesting. And then he proceeded to do an interview with the club CEO and chairman, fully monotone, no expressions on his face, asking about how he got hit by Sonny Bill. And then he had the... I don't even know what the word is. Audacity. Yeah, the audacity. Temerity to try and run a raffle prize on their Instagram. I mean, I'm done. That, that, yeah, that, that'll do me. It, it honestly, it was shocking. And if you haven't seen it, head to the Interest Super Cup page. Look up his story, and uh, you be still the up judge. There? Yeah. And if you hate it, send him a DM and let him know how much you hate it. Yeah. And and if you're following him and you hate it, unfollow him. It's Unsubscribe. Imp- exactly. It's a it's important to get genuine feedback and be accountable. And you know
3: he needs to be accountable for that. Before Just we as go, you do with your hat, it's a great hat. Uh, before we go, fuel by fire, your podcast, how's it tracking? Oh, now and, you uh, want an update? Who's uh, who's on? Gee, you're still salty on that, <laughs> aren't you? Uh,
0: fuel by fire. Yes, we had a great week last week. Um, plenty of insight, and I thought it, it was it did really well. Plenty of takeaways for people. This week we've got Sarah Klein. She was a former marathon runner for Australia. This is an unbelievable story, Sammy. It's the first time I've spoken to someone who's been involved in a suspended, uh, ASADA suspension and infraction but hers is a very different twist. You know, basically hers came about with a um, sample that wasn't quite enough and she ended up receiving suspension for two years. Honestly, it blows my mind to hear what she's been through. Such a sweet, good-natured person with just a dream to run for Australia. She's on the comeback trail now, but 100% worth a listen. And there's some key things that I think would be nice to see change in the future. But yeah, really, uh, really good chat.
3: Uh, Boys, good luck in your respective games. Cooper, you're uh, probably another week away from getting back out on the field, so we'll get an update on your injury next week. Maybe Billy Walters style.
2: Don't call me. (laughs) I'm right here. You you don't need to do that. We'll dump you.
3: Uh, Rabbitohs this weekend. Shandor, good luck. And then the next home game against the Raiders the week after uh, to play us out. Dalf and Come
0: on. on,
1: No,
2: Sammy, Sammy, leave your shirt on, please. Sammy, so, I mean, sing along.
3: Storm Hour for another week. Uh, we'll be back again next week. Sporting Stop Capital up next. Brent Staker will be our first guest. We'll have a chat about those lions mm. And without bias, mm. up after 8.30 mm. as well. The play out from the break. Melbourne Storm's very own Dale Finucane.
0: I need somebody to know, somebody to heal, somebody to hide just to know how it feels.